Are we about to witness a miracle? After all this time, is redemption just right around the corner? We're going to talk about that and more on today's episode of the Geek Watch Podcast. This is the Geek Watch Podcast with Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Greetings, Geek Watchers, and welcome to episode 155 of the Geek Watch Podcast. I'm Brian Hatcher, and with me as always, Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie. Hello, Brian. And so, we are just two weeks away from Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh-huh. We've gotten a little bit more of a trailer. Not a whole lot. They're introducing a lot more of Gore the God Killer. And I did see where apparently Christian Bale didn't know that much about the MCU until he got involved. And I'm like... How, at this yeah. point, I understand some actors, especially at the beginning, they're like, maybe they don't know that much about the MCU, but at this point, right. you're getting into living under a rock territory, right. I would it's, think. It's kind of like before 2000, people didn't know what a hobbit was, and now if you don't know what a hobbit is, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, I, I would have thought that at this point, we would have been well into knowing about the MCU, but apparently there's still some holdouts out there somewhere who weren't aware, but... We're getting them one at a time. We definitely are. So, Including Sir Christian Bale. Or <laughs> is he a few, sir? Has he been knighted? What year is it? I guess not yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> I'll cut that part out. <laughs> they were show, showing the time travelers. The <laughs> oh, yeah. One thing I did want to talk about, I didn't get a chance to see it, but this week, Fathom had a showing of The Thing. Really? John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. And our friend Kevin went to see it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And there was drama. What kind of drama? Oh, yeah. Check this out. So Mick Garris, who is especially in the horror genre, writer, director, well-known. I actually got to meet him a couple times. Really nice guy. Uh However, he went to see the thing and he went on Twitter and expressed his disappointment about it. Because one, the aspect ratio wasn't the original one. They had cut the sides off of it. It wasn't exactly like television. Like letterbox. Uh, yeah. And what happened was they cut it to a more traditional movie frame, which cut off the left and the right. The extra space was taken off of it. Hmm. And on top of that, apparently the projection and the quality of the digital broadcast wasn't the best. It was a little grainy. It had been compressed, and you were watching an old video on YouTube. And obviously, as somebody who's a big fan of John Carpenter, Mick Garris was going to notice that right off the bat, and it bothered the heck out of him. And apparently some other people got upset about it because they were like, okay, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Yeah, we know what you just did here. And Fathom, apparently, they didn't realize what had happened or they didn't think it was that big of a deal and discovered when it comes to... People who are fans of movies, and especially classic great movies like The Thing, it is a big deal. Yeah, especially you're thinking the generations that did not get to see it on screen, on the big screen, and now you'd get a chance to go to see that, and you would want to have the best experience you could. Obviously, Fathom heard about all of this because this thing was published in Variety. (laughs) Again, Mick Garris, he goes on Twitter and goes, this wasn't cool, and so everybody's reporting on it. 
And so as you can imagine, Fathom on their website apologized. And on Wednesday, they said the Wednesday showing was going to be in the proper aspect and it was going to look better. Okay. I, hopefully that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Again, I didn't get a chance to see it. This has been a busy week. But uh, hopefully they were able to course correct and hopefully this horrible incident will go into the past. I, <laughs> To be honest, I've been a huge fan of Fathom events. I've been going to the theaters to watch all kinds of Fathom events forever. A lot of Doctor Who I've seen from Fathom. Mm-hmm. Getting to see a lot of the classic episodes on the big screen and getting to see some of the newer episodes as full-length. 50th anniversary. Yeah, the 50th anniversary yeah. in mm-hmm. 3D. And that really surprised me that Fathom would have crop this movie and wouldn't have broadcasted in its full definition because that that didn't strike me as something that they would do it'd be like for me it'd be like a criterion collection releasing a classic movie in 1080p or something that's just not brand for them fathom is for the people who love film love art the discerning people like i said i think this was just a misunderstanding but it's all been corrected so everything is good so let's talk a little bit about Mm obi-wan so we did finally get the we want to say the season finale although It, it was built like a series finale like you wouldn't mind if this was the end Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. And I know that the showrunner is more than happy to just let this be the one series. Apparently more people are interested in seeing more of this adventure. Mm -hmm. So you've seen it. So what did you think? Oh, sobbed like a baby the last 10 minutes, of course. It was a little little heart-wrenching and it went where you thought it was going to go. Really, the biggest arc we had was with Third Sister Mm -hmm. and she had no problem torturing these kids. And then what was it about Luke? That made her change her mind. What was it about this kid? Why is he different than these other kids? So it was mostly her story arc. And then I guess we had to have that moment of Obi-Wan realizing that his friend was truly dead. We had that moment. But yeah, I did. I I loved the whole series. I was very happy about it. Made my geek cart smile. Oh, yeah. One of the best lightsaber fights ever in Star Wars. (laughs) Can I say that? Yeah. Can you? Okay. (laughs) Although. I know people are picky about their. Yeah, this one was just, Mm -hmm. you know, and I I talked about this at the beginning, how I felt like Obi-Wan had been nerfed right at the beginning. They unnerfed him for this (laughs) one. This was the Obi-Wan that was like, oh, yes, I remember. This was General Kenobi. Mm -hmm. So we get General Kenobi. And yeah, it was, like I say, one of the best lightsaber duels that has ever been in Star Wars. I have no problem saying that at all. Excellent. And I did enjoy this series. Although I will say that as far as advancing the canon, I don't know if it really does that much. I don't feel like we've learned anything about Star Wars that we didn't know before. There's not been anything really in this series that I feel has deepened anything story-wise or plot-wise among the uh, movies. Nothing really changed that much. And we have a new character, Reva, third sister. Are we going to see her again? And I guess for me, since I hadn't watched the animated shows or anything like that, and knowing about all these other Force-sensitive kids out there, so that was a little bit new for me, and that they were hunting them down and trying to get rid of them all. And so that was a little bit new for me, those who aren't fans of the animated series got a little bit more in that aspect yeah i would say so Mm -hmm. but this series for me it was like a tour through star wars again it gave you a taste of what we've had before nothing new like you said there wasn't any real surprises it went the way pretty much we all expected it to go 
But if you love Star Wars, it was a great play to Star Wars. No complaints there at all. But since this is Wednesday, we definitely have to talk about Miss Marvel. Unfortunately, you ran into some tragedy. I did, yes. We had some storms in our area that brought many branches down, and unfortunately, it cut off our power at our house. So, no phone, no internet, no TV, and, uh, yep, I did not get to see Miss Marvel. You saw the first part of it, right? Right, it's a little teeny tiny a, slice. A little teeny tiny yes. hint mm-hmm. slice. Now, I'm not definitely not going to be going into spoilers, although, of course, now we have gotten to a point where we're starting to see... The pieces come together, and we get to see, again, some really beautiful family moments, which have been great, but I have to talk about this. The one thing I'm most excited about, ridiculously excited about, and you've seen, so we can talk about okay. We can talk about the temple at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Our very own Indiana Jones bit there, and as we've discovered, there's another cuff somewhere. Yes. Where is it? <laughs> oh, so exciting. Well, someone's great-grandmother's probably wearing it, mm-hmm. if I had to make the guess. Mm-hmm. Now, it was really interesting that the arm that had the cuff on it was blue. So we're, oh, the Cree are getting involved now. So we have that reference. But the big one, the one that just made me smile was when they did the shot from overhead and you looked at the floor and you saw the symbol of the Ten Rings on the floor. Oh, yeah. So your fan theory came through for you, didn't it? <laughs> yes. For the first time in 155 episodes of the Geek Watch podcast, I had a fan theory that it looks like might actually happen. Every other fan theory I've done has been shot down, some literally by a helicopter. But maybe this once Mm -hmm. I am going to get some sort of redemption and have been able to actually (laughs) predict something. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to overhype this at all. I understand that 155 episodes and one thing right is not that much of a brag. After all, a stopped watch gets to be right twice a day. Okay. (laughs) But... This one time, I'm like, I see the Ten Rings, and I'm like, finally. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> you know, oh, that's so, awesome. so it does look like there may be some relationship between, uh, now we know there's Magic two. Magic wristware. The magic mm-hmm. wristware. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. this may be Cree technology. Although, it might be a technology the Cree got from somewhere else, because obviously, if it were just straight Cree technology, Carol Danvers would have recognized it. Right. But she didn't know what the heck this was. Yeah. So the Cree must have gotten it from somewhere. They must have obtained it from some source or mm-hmm. discovered it somewhere. And this technology might be a lot older than even their civilization. So who can say? But we learn more about Kamala's past, and we know a little bit more about her heritage which I don't think you've gotten that far yet. Just that one meeting with the family where they're talking and you find out, yes, he's only 17, but we're like hundreds of years old. And Yeah, when did exactly did the power cut off? But did you at least see when they said what they were? The djinn, yes. The djinn. Yeah, I got to where she was talking with her friend and she said, I'm a djinn, and he said a djinn and tonic. And that's pretty much... When the power yeah, went out, mm-hmm. yes. So, yeah. Things happen after that. Uh, yeah, I would uh, figure. That's, <laughs> I would hope. That's all I can really say about okay. it. But yes, things mm-hmm. happen after that. Mm. And 
Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's all I could say. And I can go on, like, what I know of folklore and gins and genies and ifrits and the like. And the, the other are thing, we going to get trapped in bottles or lamps or well, paintings? Well, I mean, certainly or they are, to some degree, I wouldn't say that they're exactly like what you would consider like a demon to be, but mm-hmm. they are the bogeymen of Muslim religion and also mm-hmm. just storytelling. So... Yeah, basically for them to say, we're Jen and you have Jen blood in you. It's, oh, great. And she, <laughs> and there's a line that Kamala says that pretty much paints it all in perspective of how weird it is to hear this and, and especially how it is, it ties into our culture and it's, okay, I don't know really what to do with this right now. But yeah, it's just, again, wonderful moments. And, and without spoiling anything, all I can say is, oh my God, the wedding. Okay. The wedding. We finally we get, finally get the wedding. Okay. We finally get the wedding, and it's oh my god, it's the greatest. Everything thing. that it should be. I hope it's so. Ev- it's oh, mm-hmm. it's so wonderful. Mm-hmm. You get to see a lot of the wedding preparation and a lot of that tradition, and which is great again, mm-hmm. and getting to see the family all together or most of the family. And one line, of course, is oh, there's so many people here. So we're Pakistani. We roll deep. <laughs> But yeah, again, getting a wonderful opportunity to get a, a look at the culture and to see aspects of all of this. It's just, it's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. And so more of the same for sure. And of course, the story is continuing to develop. And again, it's all oh, complications happen and things happen. And oh, what are we going to do now? A lot of that for sure. But I have to say, if there's at this point, anybody who doesn't like this show hasn't been watching it, first of all. <laughs> and I don't know what's wrong with you. It's it's a wonderful show. Yep. It's a, it's an absolutely fantastic show. And I'm, I am so happy that we're getting a chance to see this. And especially when you consider the fact that we're almost toward the end of phase four. And Kevin Feige has mentioned that. We've only got like these next few films are going to, that's going to be the end of phase four mm-hmm. going into phase five. And so everybody's been speculating is what have they been setting up all this time? And he said, well, we haven't been blatant with it, but there have been hints here and there. And I really think what we're getting ready to get is going to be the Young Avengers because we have had several people who have been introduced, young people who would fit in. Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, certainly. Kate Bishop, mm-hmm. certainly. The young gentleman whose grandfather was one of the original super soldiers. Yes. In the mm-hmm. comics, you know, yeah. he, he played a, a particular role. And you're getting, like I said, you're getting a lot Kid of... Kid Loki. The, <laughs> Kid Loki is a possibility. You could bring Kid Loki in. Mm-hmm. But they're introducing young characters who would definitely fit into that realm. And maybe Thor Love and Thunder, we get another one, perhaps. Right. It's a possibility. But they're already starting to introduce those characters in. We're definitely getting the roots of what could be a Young Avengers. Led by Spider-Man, maybe? Mm-hmm. We, it could happen. I don't know. But certainly they've been developing a lot of this. And it's been going on for a while, obviously. And it feels that with everything that's been developed so far, that, yeah, getting Young Avengers would be pretty solid. But... We got two weeks to go from Thor, and of course everybody's talking about how Thor's going to be one of the first PG-13s, and I bet you can guess why. 
if you've seen nudity (laughs) i'm guessing it's the nudity (laughs) yeah so apparently as long as it's cgi it's fine so we can Uh look at hulk if we look at hulk butt that's one thing but if you're actually looking Uh at real chris Chris hemsworth (laughs) yeah it's like that's extra spicy Uh we gotta slap a 13 Mm -hmm. on there so i guess they bring in zeus and they're like this is gonna be greek mythology we're gonna have to go (laughs) pg-13 oh yes Oh, yes, the Pantheon of the Gods, which I referred to in high school as the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> um, just because, yeah, yes. mm-hmm. that's how it happened. And, yeah, so it's like that was a very gnarled, twisted family tree. That's all, that is all we can say about that. But I know Marvel's been good. It just keeps getting better. It keeps getting better. Yeah. And it, but the thing about it, too, is it is different. Mm-hmm. It's not like what we've seen before. And, again, I think that's... The, the real strength about Marvel is their ability to tap into so many different things that you can tell superhero stories, but you can tell so many stories, different kinds of stories under the umbrella of a superhero story. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Miss Marvel, it certainly isn't your typical superhero story. We're just now getting into superhero fights. But there's so much that's going on in this show. I mm-hmm. just, I love it so much. And I know that... Yeah, I can't been, wait. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much great things that are coming. We also have Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has just premiered on Disney+. Plus. Excellent. I'll have to go see it. So now you can definitely yes. go see that. Mm-hmm. And once you do that, then we can have the full spoilery conversation okay. about it, which I definitely want to spend uh-huh. some time talking about it because I really do want to know what you thought about it. Yeah. Now, I know you remembered generally some of the things I said about it, but yeah. I think one of the nice things about the fact that there's been some time is that maybe you're not going to necessarily remember everything that I said about it, mm-hmm. even though I think... I was. I hope I was as spoiler free as possible, but hopefully enough time has passed that you can go into it with fresh a fresh mind, fresh yeah, eyes. Fresh, mm-hmm. exactly, and because yeah. I would very much like to get your impression on it for sure. And uh, so we'll definitely have that to look forward to, and we will see how that turns out. And we shall see. And with that said, we come to the end of episode 155. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time for the latest in geek news and views with the Geek Watch podcast. From Andy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher, reminding all the geek watchers out there, we're all geeky about something. Be proud of yours. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Geek Watch Podcast. If you enjoyed this program, don't forget to let subscribe on your preferred platform and share this podcast on your social media. For links to all the ways you can listen to the Geek Watch Podcast, as well as leave comments and suggestions, visit our website at geekwatch.net. The Geek Watch Podcast is a Hanging J production.